What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Rainforest Marketing Radio. This is Alex Hurt. And today I want to continue what we've been going over past couple episodes. Um, last episode, we talked about the Epiphany Bridge script. Before that, we talked about selling without selling using uh, stories. And um, I think the best way to kind of sell using the Epiphany Bridge script, you know, last episode, we talked more about content creation. Um, well, if you want to sell using the Epiphany Bridge script, you have to insert it into the hook story offer structure, which is something that I learned from Russell Brunson during um, during the One Funnel Away Challenge. So, um, you know, back before I did uh, email affiliate marketing, I was doing uh, blogging, a lot of blogging, a little bit of e-commerce. And um, what really attracted me to email affiliate marketing was the the quick feedback that I was getting from from running ads to a landing page or um, getting any kind of traffic to a landing page. Um, you know, I didn't have to wait eight months to see if the blog that I spent, you know, countless hours researching and writing, you know, I didn't have to wait to see if it was going to flop or not. Um, you know, I, I run ads, I see a hundred people hit the page. If no one opts in, then I know it flopped and I need to go back to the drawing board. Um, you know, if 10 people opt in, then, then I know I'm doing okay. Um, now the only problem was that for, a lot of the time, my ads weren't really doing super well. Um, you know, none of my landing pages were converting. And of course, that means, you know, no email subscribers, no uh, opt-ins, no sales and no money, right? Um, and I really wanted to prove that I could actually make money online. You know, tons of people, when I told them this is what I was doing, they thought it was a scam or that it was just going to be way, way too hard for me to do. Um, and, you know, I, I really want to be successful. Uh, I really want to carry that rep that reputation of being successful. Um, you know, when I was going through school, I wasn't really smart to start out with. And um, I, I just made the decision somewhere along the line that I wanted to be the smart kid. You know, I wanted to be known as being smart. So I worked really hard to, to accomplish that. And um, that's kind of what I'm carrying into business. I, I want that reputation of being successful. Um and in the beginning, when I first started with email affiliate marketing, I was really, really struggling with um, creating landing pages that converted. Um, you know, I thought my ads were doing okay. Um, you know, they brought people to my pages at least, but uh, most of my landing pages weren't converting anyone. Um, for probably a month, month and a half, I would send hundreds of people to my landing pages. And I only had two opt-ins over like that month, month and a half long period. And I'm pretty sure both of those were bots, but, um, you know, no real people were converting. And I was just really frustrated. Um, I, I thought I was doing everything that I've been taught. You know, I was, I was creating catchy headlines, like little uh, brief descriptions of whatever benefits, you know, for the product I was promoting. Um, Eye-catching graphics, you know, trying to captivate the visitors and, and like keep them on uh, so I could get them to opt in. And um, one of the first products that I was promoting was a, uh, a supplement. It was listed on ClickBank. And um, I've been trying to get people's emails for this list for at least two weeks, um, probably three weeks to a month, honestly. But um, I was taking a course called ClickBank University uh, or CBU. And I was doing basically everything that they told me. You know, I was doing split testing. And um, their version of split testing is like, you know, changing colors on the background, um, uh, changing text color and, and stuff like that. 
Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm running ads. Um, I'm using Google ads, mostly display advertising, but you know, nothing was working. Um, you know, my, my Google ads invoice came in and it just completely drained my bank account. Uh, it was probably just a little under 200 bucks, but, um, you know, at that particular moment, that was kind of like all I had in the bank account and, uh, it just took it all away. So, um, you know, I was taking ClickBank University, I was doing all this stuff, just burning money. And, uh, and I took OFA and, um, that was when Russell Brunson introduced me to the hook story offer structure. And, um, he, he uses this everywhere on the internet, like ads, sales messages, um, podcast episodes, um, YouTube videos, like everything. Um, he, he tries to think about it in terms of a hook, a story and an offer. And, and that's kind of the general idea is that every sales message has three parts, the hook, the story. And then after those two things, uh, the, the marketer will make an offer. And, um, the hook basically serves as, as a grab, you know, it, it hooks or grabs a person online, gets them to stop what they're doing. And, uh, you have their attention for at least a couple seconds. Um, and once you've hooked them, you feed them a story and, and the story kind of draws them in, engages them so that, you know, a, a percentage of those people will decide to stay and kind of listen to what you have to say. Um, and then lastly, the offer extends some, like an offer of exchange, right? Uh, you know, on an opt-in page, this would be some free lead magnet for the email address. Um, you know, on a sales page, it would obviously be a product for some, you know, whatever the uh, cost of the product is. But, um, you know, when, when he kind of laid it all out for me, it, it really blew my mind. It was really what the underlying principle was behind any sales message. You know, you hook your audience, you tell them some kind of story, uh, keep their attention. And then once you've reeled them all the way in, you make them an offer. And, um, you know, I started to look at all different kinds of advertisements online. I was seeing hook story offer, uh, watching TV, <clears throat> you know, just regular, regular rolling ads. I would, I would see a hook, a little story. And then at the end, I would see an offer. And it was, it just, you know, it really expanded my awareness, my, my marketing awareness, and um, I started to see it everywhere. So uh, what I decided to do was basically redo everything in my funnel. You know, I turned off my ads, started from scratch. Um, I created ads, uh, new ads, and basically I thought about it in terms of what's my hook, how can I tell a story with my ad, and then um, offered them to, you know, click the ad and visit my website. Uh, then once they got to the landing page, there was some headline designed to hook my visitors, keep their attention, a uh, sub headline and maybe like a short little description that kind of told a story, a little one or two sentence story. And, and then finally I offered my lead magnet um, in exchange for their email address. So everything that I created after that point and everything that I will create from here moving forward is, is going to have that kind of hook story offer structure to it. Um, you know, we still had to deal with split testing and, um, you know, getting traffic from different sources and we're using different traffic targeting methods now, but what we're testing has changed just dramatically. Um, you know, before uh, at the advice of uh, CBU, I was changing background colors and 
um, like text colors and, you know, what graphics was I using and, and um, you know, is it a background image or is it a flat background? Is it patterned and like little stuff like that. And um, I don't think that's nearly as important as the actual sales messaging, right? Like um, if someone has a good sales message, that's going to be like the 80% that they're really gets the majority of, of the results out of your page, if that makes sense. Um, and then changing things like button size, button color, text font, and that sort of thing. That'll get you like the last 20% of the way there. But um, really that beginning portion that the majority of your results are going to come from the sales messaging. At least that's what I'm, what I'm learning from OFA. Um, and, you know, in the end, what, what we were able to do is uh, boost our conversions to 15% with literally just that implementation. We didn't do any split testing. We just redid things using the hook story offer structure and, um, and it boosted our conversion rate to 15% overnight. Um, and on average, our cost per acquisition was like $2.30, $2.34 or something like that. Um, so, you know, conversion rate was low, but I am using um, display advertising, which is just dirt cheap, like literally less than 10 cents per click. Um, and so a 15% conversion rate on like, you know, pretty spotty traffic like that, uh, really, really cheap traffic is pretty good. And, um, you know, the cost per acquisition was really, really low. So um, that was pretty nice, pretty good to see. Um, and so really that allowed us to start building that email list. Um, this is for my health and fitness niche list. Um, and, you know, we're testing our email sequence and trying to see, you know, what subject lines are working, um, which is a hook also. Um, you know, what copy inside of the email is going to do well. And so, you know, now we really, we, we've entered into the realm of, of the potential of sales, right? Before we weren't converting any uh, any emails on our opt-in pages. Um, we couldn't contact anybody outside of our landing pages and, and those are just random people, right? Um, but now that we've got those contact addresses, we can start sending broadcast emails, um, promoting products, of course, giving free content as well. Um, and you know, anytime we make a sale, we're gonna reinvest in the business. So I'm not planning on taking any profit anytime soon, not until we're much, much bigger. And this machine is kind of more or less running on its own, right? Um, so, you know, when, when it's all said and done, I, I was able to get a little bit of traction in my business using this structure. Um, and, and I just, I can't tell you how encouraging it, it is to see not a zero, you know? <laughs> I mean, for, for so long seeing um, no results at all and just, just failure after failure after failure and seeing all the money just, it, it looks like it just goes nowhere, right? But, um, you know, every time we run a test and every time we get some type of feedback, it is, it's a result and it tells me something. And um, there's someone, I think it was um, Bob Proctor that said, uh, you know, when, when we're winning, we're happy, when we're losing, we're learning or something like that. Um, well, I, I've been losing for a long time and, and learning the whole time. So um, that's kind of my mentality on that. It, but seeing the results was, it was really encouraging. So, um, you know, I did mention last episode how the epiphany bridge script can be used to sell 
um, if it's used, you know, with the hook story offer structure. And um, here's kind of how you do that. Um, you know, it might be a little bit hard to fit an entire Epiphany Bridge script in like a landing page. You know, that's going to be either a lot of text or like a video and, and videos typically don't do super well on landing pages from what I'm told. Um, I haven't ever tried it, but um, that's just you know, information that I've kind of gathered in, in studying and learning. But, um, uh, you know, if you're selling some kind of product or promoting an affiliate product, like if it's going to be a landing page or, or more of a bridge page to another uh, affiliate sales page, um, you know, you'll want to hook your visitor with some kind of catchy headline or maybe an image or something like that. And then um, tell them a story using the Epiphany Bridge script. Um, and then lastly, obviously, you make an offer to go buy the product or, um, you know, whatever affiliate product you're promoting. So, you know, that's the, basically the gist of it. You, you still use the hook story offer structure, but the story that's in the middle is um, the Epiphany Bridge script. So this, this works really well when you're writing um, like sales letters, like long form sales letters, or if you're doing a video sales letter, um, either, you know, with you actually in front of the camera or doing like one of the PowerPoint VSLs. Um, yeah, the Epiphany Bridge script really simplifies everything down. And um, when it's done well, it uh, can really captivate your audience and, and draw them in. And, uh, you know, you can switch all types of um, buying emotions in their mind using using the story. And there are a bunch of other different kinds of um, story structures, but the Epiphany Bridge story or the Epiphany Bridge script is what um, Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels kind of recommends that you start with. So, so that's what I'm doing at least. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the basic gist. Um, if you want to take a really deep dive on it, I definitely recommend going and taking the One Funnel Away Challenge with Russell Brunson. It was, you know, like I mentioned in the past, it's uh, easily the best $100 I've spent in like education online. Um, You'll, you'll get 10 times the amount of value out of that course than you would any $1,000 course. I can guarantee that. Um, so I'm going to leave an affiliate link down below. You can go start the challenge if you want to. And uh, if you do, you'll help me at the same time. So I greatly appreciate it. But um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, this has been Rainforest Marketing Radio, and I will talk to you guys in the next one.